Here we are for another recording of the Adelaide Entrepreneur Club podcast, and today we have Rakaia. Uh, we met Rakaia on day 173 of our journey of meeting someone new every day, and that's, it was just an amazing discussion we have. Rakaia lives in Dubai, in the UAE, with her husband, and she has currently two children who are actually studying in Australia, of all places. Yes. <laughs> Rakaia has been working with words for over 20 years, and has transitioned into personality development in around 2011. One thing that impressed us with Require is that she has been doing a daily Facebook video of her own inspirational quotes now for over 750 days. That's amazing. Um, what, what, and we just see that as an amazing commitment to something um, that from what we've seen has been so impactful to so many people that, um, that listen. Require has also uh, done mindset training workshops, one-on-one -on -one coaching session, and she has also done a TEDx talk. Something interesting about Require is that she is a smile strategist, and when she tells people, they always ask her, what is that? So first of all, welcome Require, and we're very excited and, um, to have you here today and, and what, you're, what you're going to share. So thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me on board. Thank you for inviting me. It was, it's always nice to speak to everybody about, about smile strategies, the work that I do. But it's, it's lovely how from across miles we've connected and the world is so small. Yes, it is amazing, isn't it? Now yes. that uh, here we are in Adelaide, Australia, there you are in Dubai, and we're sitting here having a conversation like you're just on the other side of the table. True. Um, it is amazing. Yes, it is. I'd start with the interesting, uh, that we found interesting about yourself, the fact that you've been doing daily Facebook video inspirational uh, quotes now for over 750 days. Yeah. yeah, just maybe tell us a bit about how that started and, uh, and, and what, what, what it's doing for people from your perspective. Okay. So on my Facebook page, which is RK Writes, so it's not W-R-I-T-E-S, it's R-I-T-E-S. And the reason being, when I was little, my spellings were really bad and mom always complained, so I said I'd rather own it. So, so for the longest of times, I had been posting only my quotes there. And um, when my dad passed in October 2017, um, I went to a place of uh, silence. I did not want to coach. I did not want to speak. I did not want to write. But thanks to Facebook memories, all these quotes of mine were constantly coming up. And I just, you know, just to keep it active, I was recycling them. And after six months of doing this, um, I happened to have visited my children in Perth at the time. They were, uh, they were together in one place for the Easter break. And my son on a bus ride looks at me and he says, Soma, what have you been up to? And this was six months of doing nothing. And I said, you don't speak to me like that. I'm your mother. And he says, all that is fine. But what have you been up to? What about accountability? Because you'd speak about it to us. What about accountability? And that question kind of just was, was like, the realization he was he was a mirror to me and I, I said yeah he is right isn't he so same evening I go back home up and I make start making a list of all my quotes from Instagram and I realized I had 500 plus of them I'm a bit of a chatty person I guess <laughs> so 
I took that list and I came back to UAE end of month and I thought, and I was beginning to see myself fall back into that pattern of, you know, not wanting to get out of bed, having difficulty with the empty house. So I thought, okay, what can I do to kind of push myself to face the world, get, get uncomfortable? And I thought videos would probably be the answer. So I started picking out one quote from that list every day and started presenting. There have been tough days. There have been days when I've been traveling. There have been days when I just not wanted to face the world at all, like maybe tough ones when dad's passing his birthday. Just I've cried my eyes out, just opened the video and just cried. Just been vulnerable, authentic about how I'm feeling. And how that's helped myself and the others is it's it's helped people realize that there will be good days and bad days for everybody you know you don't have to even if you're a coach even if you're a life coach or whatever everybody has ups and downs so it's just about owning what you're feeling in that moment and sharing what you can do the best with what you have so, yeah that is fantastic <laughs> long answer to you very well, good question I uh, like the fact that your kids held you accountable. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> so I have two, and one is the cheerleader, and the other is the mirror, is how I say it. So <laughs> he holds me accountable while she cheers me on and whatever I'm feeling. So yeah, I'm lucky that way. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's wonderful. So you also, um, we see that you've done a TEDx talk. So how did, how did that come about? How does one get asked to do a TEDx talk? And what was the, the subject of the talk about? Okay. So um, the TEDx talk is titled The Art of Possibility. And the reason I wanted to do, um, well, let's just say I'm the kind of person who, who deep dives and then learns to swim when I have an opportunity. So TEDx was something I was very fascinated by. I was, I was really, I'm a big fan of, of the black and red stage. Uh, so it was something I'd, on my bucket list. And when I got the opportunity, as in they were having a, uh, a talk at, at the school, I said, this is the perfect place for me to speak this message because people are constantly complaining about life without taking account for what, what their participation is, you know? So I said, what if I could do a talk which helped people get from feeling stuck to unstuck using some kind of tools? And I came up with this formula where, you know, you use gratitude and acceptance to move forward in life. And I say that gratitude, you don't need to teach anybody, but acceptance, now that's the tough one. So I say acceptance comes when you smile. And then that's where the acronym was actually born. That's where oh, I coined wow. it for the talk. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. How things like uh, that come about. Yeah. So I guess we, that'd be a, an interesting place to explore. Um, now that you mentioned how the, that I, the concept of smile uh, was, came about. So what, what does a smile strategist do? <laughs> like it's the okay. first time, because I can imagine people go when you say I'm a smile strategist, oh, what do you do? <laughs> exactly. So the most, most responses I get is, oh, a smile strategist, what's that? Or yeah. um, oh, we've never met a smile strategist. I said, that, that's nice. And you, it's easier to remember me then. 
But okay, uh, my smile strategy is an acronym for smile. It is silence the mind, manage your attention, identify the intention, let things go, and energize the possibilities. So I say you move from feeling stuck to unstuck because when you, when you have a challenge, there's so much that goes on in your mind and most of it is negative chatter. And then sometimes we, it just gets so clouded in your mind that you forget why you started out. You, know, you begin to look back at failures. You begin to um, hold everybody else accountable except for your own self. So the smile kind of brings all the conversation inwards. It helps you look inwards and find your answers. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. really good. Yeah. 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 And you know, it is so true. There's so much of what we've read that helps people understand that it all starts on the inside. You know, if you if you want to change the world, the first person you have to get right is yourself first. Um, before you can even look outside. And, yeah. Fantastic. So I just want to talk to you a bit about like I, I love this bit in your um uh, in your bio that talked about most of us live in a world where there is a gap between what we have and what we want. And it's the inner dialogue and the pattern of clearing our essentials so that we can move forward and step into our greatness. Um, I, I just, that just, that just really stood out to me because um, yeah, most of us do live in, most of us don't realize the potential that we have inside of us. So I'd love to hear you talk about um, your thoughts on that. Okay, so I think uh, what I'm trying to convey here is that when, when we look at life, most of us are either comparing ourselves to somebody else or we're, we're looking at everything else on the outside, whereas we're not looking at what we already have existing with us and we're not being grateful because obviously if you're comparing yourself or if you're beating yourself down for, for a failure, you're not being thankful in that moment. You're not having gratitude for what already exists with you and within you as your resources, as your people. So I think that, that for me is, is very important, to be authentic about who you are and authentic also about your relationships, not just with others, but your own self. So that's what I mean when I say inner dialogue and pattern clearing, because I feel uh, we tend to make the same, uh, we tend to live in the same way over and over again until the pattern is broken. You know, we keep making the same mistakes. We keep having a way of being with a person or with ourselves until we consciously break that pattern and clear it. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's so true. Like, um, we've got to learn, you know, if we want to move and down a different path and we have to you know set ourselves different habits if we we can't expect to go in a different direction if we keep following the same i guess habits that we currently have the habits we currently have will just lead us in that that direction that we're currently in um there's a quote i read somewhere which says uh, i think it's einstein who said it to keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result is insanity isn't it yep <laughs> So, yeah, and and we all laugh at that. That's the funny bit. We all like 
do that. Yeah, well, when I first said that, we all just laughed at it. But then when you look at yourself, we're, we're all doing the same thing over and over again. But for somehow we're expecting life's going to be different. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean when I say pattern clearing. Yes, right, okay. Wonderful. Um, just completely off the subject, I guess, what's, what's something interesting about yourself, Rakaia? Oh, uh, something interesting about myself. So I'm not going to sound cheesy and say my smile, but, uh, <laughs> but that's interesting too. But apart from that, I think, I think the fact that I'm, I am in complete trust of the process, you know, because um, I'm a graduate of sciences. My, I've, I've studied science. My mom wanted me to be a doctor. Uh, but here I am working with words, you know. <laughs> Since the last almost 20 years now, I've been, I've been a freelance writer. I took up writing at a time when my children were really, really small. Um, so I say that uh, when most women hang their boots is when I decided to wear my shoes. Because for me, it was important that the two were watching. They had, they, I mean, as my daughter, my daughter would probably look at me and say, okay, so this is how it is for, for a woman to be with her family and her kids and that's it. And for my son, he might look at it as, oh, so this is how women are. But I wanted them to see it differently. I wanted them to realize that there's more to life that a mom can offer her children, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And that's why I keep doing what I do. And I'm very grateful to have a partner who supports me and he knows how to push and nudge because even when I went through that time where I wasn't doing much, he knew to hold back and give me that space to heal. Yeah. So, you know. And you said you're you're a freelance writer. So, um, what what is it that you write? Out of curiosity, what's your freelance? Okay, so I've been uh, I write about things that I can connect with. So it's about I've written a lot on education. I've written a lot on health. I've written a lot. I've done a lot of uh, interviews, celebrity interviews, uh, people in high, high designations. So it's their stories that have also influenced me. So yeah, I've covered so, events. So who's the most interesting person that you've interviewed then? Uh, I, I think the very, f the, the, okay, I wouldn't say the most interesting because they, they all have their uh, interesting bits to say. But there was this one gentleman that I'd interviewed. He was elder uh, however he used to participate in this marathon the a marathon that his organization used to run year after year and he was the oldest person on the track each year wow. so I had the opportunity to interview him and what he said was um, I said how do you manage to finish that stretch is it all about the exercise the fitness or what is what is it how do you train yourself he said that he trains himself not by, not just by the physical exercise, but with his mind, because he does the marathon not at the complete stretch, but he breaks it down into 100 meters. So it's 100 meters and then 100 and then 100. So he says he completes it bit by bit. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That stuck yeah. with me. It's never about the big mountain to climb. It's about one summit after the other. Yeah. What, what's right in front of you or um, yeah. what I've heard years ago was the peak to peak principle. You just get to that first peak and then look at the next peak and then, then go to the next peak. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay, that's interesting. So what, what about events? What's the most interesting event that you've covered? Ooh, um, for the longest of times, um, I think, I won't say interesting, but I think the most fun assignment that I've had is when I got to cover uh, Global Village in Dubai. So I would get tickets to go in uh, and attend the event, plus I would get rides and I'd get food vouchers. And it used to be my getaway with my children. So we would, we would, they would come with me on assignment, and uh, while they did their thing, I did mine. I, I love photography as well, so that um, that assignment gave me the opportunity to do lots of pictures, talk to people from different nationalities. You know, people who are uh, not just running their stalls there, but also visitors into the country. Just, I, I love these kind of uh, assignments. Yes. That was a lot of fun. And what, what do you see in the future? So, what does uh require see in the next five to ten years for herself? Uh, one of my goals is to speak in 10 new countries by 2022. Mm. I had set that goal for myself before even before New Year came around so and I have managed to finish two countries already uh, and I was I was coming back from my second adventure when the whole uh, transitional time happened. I'm just waiting. So until then, I'm, I'm investing my time and my energy into building my resources, building my course material, and making myself be ready for the rest of the eight countries uh, coming up, whatever and whoever called for me to come and present. Um, I, I'm looking to participate in larger uh, speaking events, uh, doing more workshops online and offline, and I am um, building towards my PCC accreditation with International Coach Federation, which is Fantastic. professional coach certification, yes. Fantastic. Mm. So just a couple of things before we uh, wrap up. What's the, what do you see as the biggest challenge that you've had to overcome? Okay, so I'm, I'm looking, as I said, to uh, explore working with corporates. So I see that a lot of organizations are happy to invest with uh, people learning systems and you know technology, but when it comes to mindset training, I think somehow that that uh, awareness that yes they need to invest in the awareness. I mean, in mindset training for their employees is just not quite there yet. Wow. Um, so if people began to see that you need to have a person thinking optimally so that they can utilize the learning that you're giving them in terms of systems, in some terms of technology and tools, uh, business tools, that would really help. Uh, I think that's one of the challenges that I'm facing so far. Okay. Look, it's been um, very interesting to have you talk because someone across the other side of the world completely different environment. Um, just before we do finish though, Rekaya, what's, um, what's, is there any last thing that you would like to share with an audience of people who are you know, um, looking to change their lives, looking to make a change, looking to better themselves? Is there any, anything that you would like to share with a group of people with that type of um, growth mindset that would like to change? I think the most important thing for us to do is to be kind to ourselves. 
Yeah, because somehow when we're in a rush or when we're like the times that we are in right now, quite transitional. I don't call them challenging. I call them transitional because there's a transition in everything, the way we're meeting people, the way we're doing our work, the way we're, we're parenting even, the way we're educating ourselves. So it could feel a little overwhelming at times. And when that happens, just be kind to yourself. Give yourself that space, that room to breathe. You know, don't just rush and push yourself so hard that you begin to erode excitement. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to take it easy, take it at your own pace. Stop comparing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Take it at what feels comfortable to you. Give yourself time. Just be kind to yourself. That's awesome. Like, um, that. Yeah. I read a book recently that talked about just spending time with yourself yeah. um, and it's interesting how you know, most people would struggle with that just to, um, and I know I did, you know, just to spend time by yourself but it's such an important thing to do to be able to just you know, spend time and be kind to yourself by just, yeah, fantastic. Oh, thank you so much for Kaya. It's been, um, it's mm. been lovely having you share and you know, was, we were very impressed and really enjoyed the talk we first had with you back on day 100. And, so she wasn't that long ago, day 173. It's only day 184 today. So it was, what's that, 11 days ago? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Wow, yes. Yeah, it seemed like, seems like ages ago. It seems like we've known you forever. <laughs> yes, it's, it's lovely. I love meeting like minds. I, I appreciate change makers and action takers. So... Hats off to the two of you for the work you're doing. And uh, I know you set a target of 360, 366, yes? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you know when you reach 365, you're going to wish to do more because yeah. this is it's so lovely. Because that's what's happening with me. I, I thought, I, I didn't think of an end goal, but every time I think I'm going to stop, uh, somebody messages me from somewhere and say, hey, please don't stop. Well, your videos are helping us. So okay. all the best to you. Keep going. Yeah. Thank you. That's exciting. Thank, thank you so much, Rakaya. Thank you.